0: It's the Dynamo Dynasty Show. Let's make this episode dynamite. What it do, Dynasty dudes? It's the Dynamo Dynasty Show here with the week 11 preview. And we are at the final week of the trade deadline. Uh, So this is, it looks like we're not going to be extending it, uh, which is fine. It's fine. So that you got to make your deals this week. Uh, If you want to try to get that last piece to make a playoff push, uh, which I'll be talking about in in a little bit, Um, or, you know, you might be good where you're at, or maybe you're, you know, that you're not going to make it and you want to, you want to get some uh, draft assets. This is when you need to start looking at the trading um, for the future. Now, um, let's look at week 10 or, um, yep, week. 10 yes all right so first up we have anti anti anti-author smith club versus so vanilla um oscar had some bi-week issues with uh players like hertz being out uh mostert being out pacheco cooper cup but it did not really matter for him even though he played tyson badgett um uh, myself uh had some injury issues with Nico Collins being out. I also had some bye week problems with Puka and DeVonte Smith. Um which resulted in a victory for Oscar 11008 to 89.02. Uh Oscar was led, you know, uh, surprisingly by Najee Harris, but also uh normally with like Mike Evans came through, Amari Cooper came through um josh jacobs had a decent game uh myself i had uh, rashad white who continues to be on a little bit of a tear a little heater uh quentin johnston finally did something and jamar chase uh scored i uh, had one big score which helped out his line even though he was hobbled next we have cuz taking down colt uh cuz he was led by brian robinson who did all, a lot of his work through the air um he also had Michael Pittman, who had a decent uh, outing. George Kittle had that bomb touchdown, which definitely helped him. Um, and Joe Burrow doing his thing. Colt, uh, he, uh, for some reason, kept Zay Jones in, who was arrested. Um, and we knew this prior to the game, so not sure. looked like he didn't have anyone to put in. Or he didn't move. No, he could have made some moves uh, to at least get a player. It wouldn't have mattered. But yeah, Colt, uh, he had some bi-week blues. But that ultimately doesn't help when you also play a player who isn't playing. So he got a goose egg from him. But his team was led by uh, Austin Eckler, who had a good game. And uh, the only other double-digit player was uh, his quarterback, Jordan Love. Next up. Ian takes down Mike Dickinson, the special man, takes down the McAfrican-Americans. Uh, Ian finally gets a quarterback, and Kyler Murray uh, doesn't have to play around with the uh, the carousel of mediocre ones that he has. Uh, Kyler looked decent on his return from injury, uh, but he was led by uh, also a returning David Montgomery, who had a big, long touchdown. Kenneth Mitchell, uh Kenneth Walker found the end zone. Um Deebo Samuel came back from injury and got a touchdown. Uh on the other side, Mike had a, a good performance by CJ Stroud, CMC as normal. Uh but he was let down by as as you predicted, as I predicted Hunter Renfro at 1.1 1. 1, 1. 1.5. So, uh now at both teams are at 4 and 6. Trust the process takes down Mahomes, the new name, Mahomes and Mus- Mustardin. I must Mustardson, Mustardson, Mahomes and Mustardson. All right. So, uh, dirty Dan, man. Uh, maybe the process is working. He's, I think that's two wins in a row. Uh, and he broke a hundred, nearly 120 points. He had, uh, Chris Alave, who Jameis Winston's best friend, apparently, uh, certainly helped in fantasy Tyler Lockett found a touchdown McBride. Oh my God. Eight for not eight of nine for 131. That will help you get a victory. Um, While on the other side, uh, he had Heineke, uh, you know, Brad had Heineke didn't do anything under 10 points. Uh, Foreman started off really well with 17.2. Metcalf had a good game, especially a lot on that last uh, drive. Ferguson got a touchdown. Bijan finally got work in the red zone. And Cortland Sutton continues to find the end zone. But it wasn't enough as Dirty Dan takes down Mahomes and Mustardson. Next, you got the Dom taking down Budman Boozers. Um, So Dom taking down Adam. Adam, again, with a good output, but still... Uh, not enough. Um, he he's gotten some. Uh, he hasn't been very unlucky. Hasn't been very lucky this this year. But Geno Smith came back to life. Twenty four points for Dom. Jalen Warren played well with nineteen points. Uh, you got Tyler Boyd who had a good game with T Higgins being out, and then a forty burger by Keenan Allen. Uh, definitely helped uh, Dom get the victory here. On the other side, you got Josh Allen did sixteen points. Amara St Brown did his best to keep up with Keenan Allen, but did not uh, beat him, but he still had 30.5. Hawkinson got 15 targets, uh, 30.4 points. Dobbs loves some Hawkinson. Dobbs love the Hawk. Uh, but Dom, he's at 7-3 and three now, looking good um, to make the playoffs. Next up, we have uh, the last matchup, Purple Cobras. Andy just exploded and took down Ollie uh 145.82 to ninety seven point five six on uh Andy's side uh despite some poor performances from like Hollywood Brown and uh Calvin Ridley his he got forty points from CD Lamb uh which will help. Jameer Gibbs twenty six points. Herbert nearly thirty and Elijah Moore got a touchdown. My God things man, hell can, really can freeze over. Uh, While on the other side, uh, Ollie, uh, while he had 40 points from uh, Dak Prescott, he had some duds with Derrick Henry at three points, Evan Ingram at 5.2, Etienne at 6.4. Ollie will look to get back on track. Still holding that number one spot, though. Um, So that's week 10. Uh, We are officially in the playoff push. This is where we have... A lot of teams vying for that spot. You can. I don't think anyone's actually statistically eliminated. Even Dan, and he's on a two-win uh, win streak, can completely complete the process and make a run. Um, so quick recap um, of the rankings. Then I'm going to do a new segment, um, which uh, Brad helped me out here. Uh, and I'm going to title it uh, Playoff Push or kick in the tush. So I'm gonna talk about who's currently in the playoffs, uh, also those that are in the rear, and then I'm gonna pick three three teams uh, that will make a playoff push or have the who have the best shot at making a playoff push, and then three teams who are gonna get a kick in the tush out of the playoff bracket. Uh, these are just opinions. I had a very hard time trying to figure this out, especially for the top six right now. All teams look decent, uh not really many pretenders so don't get your feelings hurt but at 12 dan is currently at three and seven. Eleven uh is colt at four and six ian is four and six at tenth ninth is myself at four and six eight is brad at four and six at seven mike dickinson at four and six like i said uh not much pair uh, you know a lot of parody here anyone can make a run at six and this is where the playoff bracket begins at six you have oscar at five and five at fifth you have cuz at six and four at fourth you have andy at six and four at three you have adam at six and four at two you have dom at seven and three and at one you have ollie at seven and three so Let's go for those that will have a playoff push. I'm going to go probably least likely to most likely. So first off, uh, I'm going to pick three teams from each side. So to make a playoff push, I will, uh, you know, arrogantly, and because I have a show, say myself, uh, myself as a playoff push. Uh, the reasons that would happen would be Lamar finally, you know, being consistent or I could finally put Purdy in uh, and get that safe floor. But my running backs are finally starting to come around with easier matchups with Stevens and Rashad White. Like I said, Rashad White's continuing to be on a tear. Uh, Devontae Smith last year got a huge uptick, uh, was a top, you know, six wide receiver when Dallas Goddard went down, and Goddard is currently out, probably for the next three three weeks uh, and my team is mostly past the buys. Most of my players are past the buys. Uh, There is still one dreaded bye week left and that's bye week 14. Uh, I mean, 13, there's a lot of good teams. You got the bills, you got the Ravens, uh, a couple of other teams that are still, uh, you're going to have a lot of good players that are out in a week, crucial to figuring out who's going to make the playoffs at the second spot. To make a playoff push is Mike Dickinson. One, he has a great first name in being Mike, but secondly, he has CMC. He's a game changer. You have an automatic like twenty point floor, um, but he also gets a possible game changer in A Chan coming back. You don't remember. This is the guy who dropped fifty, then dropped forty, then dropped thirty before going down. Um, I don't know if those are exact numbers. There definitely was a fifty burger in there, but that could be a complete game changer. If you're starting off with roughly 40 points just from your running backs, it's hard to take a loss. And finally, I'm going to say Ian can make a playoff push. His weakest position was quarterback. He gets Keenan, I mean, Kyler Murray, who looked good on his first game back in roughly a year. Um, And we can't forget the number one player in fantasy football and JJ. Uh, Dobbs looks to have kept that offense to keep going may not be so much to the air but if Hawkinson can get 15 targets I'm assuming Dobbs will give JJ a bunch of targets um, so getting JJ back is going to be essential and Devontae Adams looks to be out of a rut now with a new quarterback in the system um, next up we got to talk about the kick in the tush and like I said this is really hard uh to figure out who is going to get kind of knocked out um here and no offense to anyone i think any team can literally just keep going it really just a matter of fucking luck at this point of people falling out all these teams have good starters or mostly good starters and i from what i saw really decent depth um uh so 1st I will say uh, least likely to get kicked out of the playoffs uh, would be cuz in terms of the three that I'm going to pick cuz basically by default, I had to pick somebody, no offense cuz I, maybe I just want to say your name. So it's so nice, but, um, but more weaker side of starters, because you have people like Mike, Mike Thomas in your starting lineup, you have players who have the tendency of disappearing. Um, And that's like uh, George Kittle. Uh also, uh, we have to remember Brees Hall is on a shitty, shitty offense. And so far he's looked great when he's played, but last week is an indication he can have dud games, so it makes you wonder if he's kind of like a boom or bust play. So those weeks that he went off, he had at least like one like seventy yard run, eighty yard run, something like that. Um but I still think Bryce is a league winner. I mean Brees is a league winner, so I don't think uh, I had to name somebody because maybe I just wanted to talk about you. Second, I'm going to pick Andy. Uh, You have probably the weakest starting piece of playoff teams. Uh, Yes, I am talking about Elijah Moore. You don't have much depth. Like you said, you're forced to play him because you don't have depth. Um, So uh, I got got to do that. And you currently have the lowest points against. uh, So your luck may run out at some point. Uh, So that's why I picked you. Then finally, uh, I'm going to pick Adam. Adam is currently the top of his bracket right now, um, which I think is what's getting him in there um, at the third seed. Uh, But he is. um, He has had some shitty, shitty circumstances happen to him. But again, your running back, too, is a fucking mess. Uh, Joshua Kelly is not good roshan johnson isn't doing much dalvin cook gross Breed is just a backup backup you know it's your starters are good besides your running back um two and then you have barkley who's now on a even shittier offense they're gonna just play to stop barkley and make danny devito try to beat him yes danny devito because that's what he plays like um and then on top of that in a in a league where i just mentioned how f- from 12 to basically 1 cuz there's only f- uh four wins uh that separate the that, that that much that means there's only two wins that separate ali from going from 7th to i mean first to sixth it, you know that shit can happen um you have a bi- you have week blues i already talked about how You got some, you know, you got some, uh, you know, running back issues. Well, Saquon Barkley hasn't even had his bye yet. So that's week 13. Josh Allen hasn't had his bye yet. Week 13. Josh Allen has been a major part of you uh, of doing, of going uh, off and, uh, or at least getting at the six and four that you're at. So again, um, any one of these, anybody could... And honestly, no one could possibly drop out of the playoff race. These are just most likely. I had to come up with a new segment, um, and uh, this is what I can't. This is what Brad helped me come up with. So, just enjoy the content, people. I don't want you to bitch, bitch to me. You know, bitching like you know you didn't know that Fab didn't roll over, which doesn't happen anywhere. Um, so yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm oscar so again trade deadline is this week you can trade fab uh if you if you so choose um but now we have to talk about week 11. looking forward um week 11 we have quite a few um matchups We have exactly six matchups, but a lot of them are going to be close. Uh, There's, uh, again, not too many teams this time on bye. um, And every win counts. We only have one, two, three, four weeks left. Um, And so, first off, we're going to look at Dom versus Dan. Dom is at seven and three. Dan is at three and seven. At the quarterback position. So, um, it's very possible people have not set their lineups yet either. Um, But I'm not sure. No, I know for a fact because Dom doesn't have Tyreek Hill in there. (sighs) Why why do y'all do this to me? Don't make it very hard. So, you have right now Geno Smith versus uh, Jared Goff. Goff is going against Chicago. Geno is going against the Rams. Um, Fields should be back this week. Uh, Fields is playing against Detroit, which is a tough defense. So, um, even if he makes that switch, i still going to give the advantage to Jared Goff. He, he's the quarterback of a really good offense right now. He has a stud wide receiver and in, in the sun god. And Fields is coming back straight from injury. And, and Geno can be you know, up and down. So, I'm going to give the advantage to Jared Goff right here at the running back position. We have um, Tony Pollard, who has been an unmitigated disaster since week one. Um, I mean, he has—he started off well, twenty-two points, nineteen points, fifteen, but not for what you picked him. The the you know he was picked high in a lot of redraft leagues. In this league, I was think he got—he was picked in the third round, but. You know, he had 5.5 points against the Giants. This is when you should have... In a in a game where they scored nearly 50 points, all in like three quarters, um, <laughs> Tony Pollard was like the only person who didn't score a touchdown. So, you know, that's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Now he's playing against Carolina. They could do the exact same thing, potentially. You have James Conner going against Houston. Houston can get run on. He's a game game from returning from being being injured so he should be a little more warmed up um he's in a good spot there uh on the other side you have Jalen warren um i'm assuming uh i'm assuming he's going to keep Jalen warren in going against cleveland tough defense but cleveland now does not have a um even a a subpar uh quarterback which means could be short fields could be them relying on the running game to just kill the clock and just win by like four by, by, by field goals. Um, so, uh, you know, Jalen Warren has looked good. He has looked good with the ball in his hands, but he's in a 50, 50 split. Then you have Deandre Swift going against the chiefs. Chiefs are a tough defense, but Swift is who he is. I mean, Swift is on a good, good offense. He's outside of week one and week, Nine, where it was, he almost got there. He's had double digits in every single game. With that being said, I'm going to give the advantage to Dom for the running back position right now. Um, at the wide receiver position, uh, assuming you bench either hops or Tyler Boyd for Tyreek Hill against uh, Dom us, against Rasheed Wallace. And Zay Flowers, I'm going to to give the advantage to Dom because he has Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not. not, I don't need to discuss it anymore. Um, There's there's no discussion at the tight end position. Laporta against Higby, Laporta. He um, he's he's the number four tight end. Higby, he's kind of the third option. He even had a goose egg against. against Green Bay before the bye. Uh, I got to give it to Laporte here at the advantage of the tight end position. At the flex position, you have Keenan Allen, who's a monster. Garrett Wilson, who's a target monster. uh, So he gets you that safe floor. Um, Against Tyler Lockett, who did well last week, um, had 10 targets. uh, But that was kind of a shootout. I I don't know if that's going to happen this week against the Rams. It really depends on Stafford's uh, hand. Um, and then you have Trey McBride against Houston. Um, Houston, I think, is pretty good against the tight end. Um, I'm not too sure, actually, off the top of my head. But he is, um, I mean, he's he's getting targets like crazy. So Trey McBride can easily play for a flex outside of just playing for um, – playing in the tight end position with that being said Keenan Allen is a monster. So you gotta give it unless he's out. If he's out, this changes everything. Um. So with that being said, this is going to be a lot closer than I, than I think, or th- that, that it's going to be depicted. Uh, I currently have, I currently have Dom winning slightly but if Keenan Allen's out, I'm g- I'm going damn with the upset. Yes, that is what I am thinking. Um, next up, we have uh, Tony Pollard. By the way, is the highlight for that one? If he goes against Carolina, like you, c- you couldn't do against the Giants because I guess they wanted to sh- show all that, show how well Dak is playing. I have no clue. If you're going against Carolina. Here's the second shot against a weak weak rush defense if you can't get a touchdown here with all the noise going around about pollard then there's no hope um next you got ian versus colt at the quarterback position again um colt did not uh set his lineup for me to review i'm assuming because he still have the the uh, rested zay jones i think he got released on bail but he has uh, A.J. Brown on the bench, so I know he hasn't uh, set that. But I think it's easy to, th- easy to guess that he will be putting uh, Tua in against, uh, against uh, Kyler Murray and the Houston defense. Um, I think because Tua going against Vegas, I'm going to go Tua with the advantage uh, for Colt. At the running back position, you have Kenneth Walker. Against the Rams, you have David Montgomery against Chicago, which is a smash play. Aaron Jones is against Chargers, the smash play. And Eckler, who's been on fire uh, against Green Bay, I'm going to go with the advantage of Eckler and Jones. It's close, though. That is a very, very close one. And that's only because Monty now has Gibbs going into his workload. At the wide receiver position, Debo Samuel, who is now back from injury and just finds the end zone. And Devontae Adams, who uh, is against Miami, could get um, Ramsey. Uh, and now you have Aiden O'Connell throwing, throwing the ball against uh, A.J. Brown and Christian Watson, who Watson is just not been good. Um, so A.J. Brown is... The best of the four but i think the the i think the the gap between watson and debo or Devontae, whoever you want to say is a wide receiver two is bigger i'm going to go with i'm going to go with wide receiver debo and De- Devontae um here next up at the tight end you have mark andrews against cole Komet. it's mark andrews he, he I, I i can't comet has been on a tear i'm not gonna lie uh, but possibly new quarterback with Fields starting. I mean, I, Colk Matt did okay, but how well will Fields play? I don't think uh, they're going to put him on a short leash because they're not trying to win. So I'm going to go Mark Andrews. He has the higher ceiling. At the flex position, Gabe Davis, who is going to be the highlight here. He has been on and off. He went, only went 9.6 thanks to basically a uh, – a two-point conversion, um, but uh, Javante Williams though against Minnesota is a good spot. Javante got plenty of work, 21 touches last week, got four catches through the air, got a touchdown through the air. Um, he now he's back, uh, Javante Williams against Minnesota, and then you got JSN and Gus Edwards. Edwards just keeps finding the end zone, but he's like he only got 11 carries. He had, went 11 for 24 last week. So if they get around the goal line, like he's basically. The vulture. Um, everyone else will get get you there, and he's been just vulturing. Um, and JSN, he's still the third packing order in that in that offense, just because of Javante Williams. I'm going to go with the flex going to, um, Ian. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, going with Ian. Even with AJ Brown going in, Tua going in, I think I'm going to lean Ian here for the win. Um, but yeah, Colt, help me out here, man. Set your lineup. I got to do this. You can take like five five minutes out of your day to just sit, put your starters back in. Um, next up, we got Cuz versus Mike Dickinson. Um, so Cuz, uh, at the quarterback position, we have Joe Burrow against Baltimore. Not a great matchup, but it is primetime Burrow. Um, and he looks healthy. But without T Higgins, that... I don't know how that is. And I they also took out Irwin. I think he's out. Um, I don't know if that matters, but that, that's technically your your wide receiver three now out. So now you're playing with your fourth and fifth wide receivers. Um, CJ Stroud against Arizona. Arizona is a good matchup. I'm going with CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud has been on a heater, um, and I'm giving him the advantage over Joey B. At the running back position, Brian Robinson and Brees Hall. Robinson against the Giants uh, is a good good spot. Brees Hall against Buffalo. They can be run on. McCaffrey against Tampa Bay. It's still McCaffrey. And then you currently have Kareem Hunt. Uh, the big tell and my highlight is going to be Devin Achan. H-N. H-N. So if he plays against Vegas, so if he is activated from the IR, this is, a, this is massive for Dickinson. If he's activated, I think this – changes the matchup drastically. Um right now I'm giving the advantage to Brees and Bryant and B Rob, but it completely changes Bay chan is is activated. Um at uh so both of y'all guys didn't even set, you know, take your players out of the bye. Y'all suck. Um so Jalen Wan's gonna go in because everyone else is injured for Mike Dickinson. Um so it's gonna be Adam Thielen and Jalen Waddle against Vegas. Uh, Thielen's against dallas not a good matchup Diggs is against uh the jets not a great matchup and his he's probably gonna put pickens or dobbs in uh so i mean D- digs is the best out of the four i am still gonna go Jalen wall and adam thielen as the advantage just because i think the drop off um actually with the uh, uh yeah i think with Diggs having a small game maybe I think Diggs actually is going to have a going to have a bounce back game. So let's let's give the advantage to actually Cuz just because Diggs has the best uh, matchup or best uh, likelihood to go off. Advantage wide receiver Cuz. Next up we got tight end. You have George Kittle going in the tight end spot for Cuz versus uh, Meyer against Miami. Uh, easy uh Cuz advantage i'm not gonna say myers doing well i think he may have done okay no oh he got a touchdown okay great but he went three for 19 um so yeah kettle easy um as the advantage uh for cuz at the flex position um uh so uh, the difference between pickens and dobbs and probably hubbard or sanders uh, for cuz while on the other side, you have DJ Moore with fields coming back, which is a huge take. Uh, and honestly, it's probably hunt. If a chance back, it's too, too, too hard to tell with no, nobody setting their lineup. Um, I'm going to give the advantage here. Cause there's still a lot of question marks on Mike Deckinson's side. I'm giving the advantage here to cuz, um, Cuz because I think he has at, at least people who are gonna get points definitely. While the, on the other side, a lot of injuries and just a lot of backups at this point. And again, yeah, for for a team with so many ga- damn injuries, you are you are still rostering Trey Lance, which makes zero sense, zero sense. Especially with Dak with how he's playing. Um, I think you're doing this just a troll. So. um I'm going to give the advantage here to Cuz in the flex position because I think he actually gets points. Um, uh, with that being said, I'm going to give the win to Cuz. Despite having three of his starters on by, I think his depth comes through for him. Um, even if A-Chan comes through, uh, he I don't know how much they bring him back. Um, if they give him a bunch of work, but it is against Vegas. it, it It's a... I'm just risking it right now. So I'm just gonna say cuz at this point for um for the for my prediction. Um next up we have a uh, battle of the O names, Ollie and Oscar. Um Ollie coming off his like first loss loss in a while, I think. I don't remember. But uh at the quarterback position we have a uh and, you know Oscar coming off a win. Um so and he had he had bi week blues, so you know uh, at the quarterback position, you have uh, a, a premier matchup. Dak Prescott, who's on fire against Carolina, who you should—they showed they're not afraid to uh lay it on shitty teams. Uh, so he, they could do it right here too with Carolina against Jalen Hurts against Kansas City rematch of the Super Bowl. They could be out for blood, proving that they shouldn't have lost that game. It was a bullshit holding call at the end um philly should have won that game but still they shouldn't have also let up on the gas but um this is a push with how both both quarterbacks are playing um no the like the the possibility of prescott being a blood benched, hurts possibly uh being in a shootout i'm giving it a push here at the running back position you have derrick henry against a tough matchup in jacksonville Mixon against a tough matchup in Baltimore while you have Mostert against a weak matchup in um, Las Vegas uh, while Pacheco faces a tough matchup in Philadelphia because Henry does not seem like the way uh, he's not he's not the automatic that he was last year so I'm giving it to probably the more hotter, hotter running backs and that's Mostert um, Mostert and Pacheco I'm giving the advantage here for oscar for for oscar which ollie doesn't hear that very much where uh uh, the actual running back advantage goes to the other team at the wide receiver position you have jacoby myers and christian kirk myers against miami with with possibly ramsey staying on Devontae, he may get a lighter uh you know a weaker cornerback which means he may get some more targets christian kirk he had 11 targets and had 104 yards uh last last week against uh against san francisco probably the only bright spot that that happened in in jacksonville's offense um and he gets a weak tennessee pass defense on the other side you have amari cooper who will be my highlight i mean cooper he now gets a quarterback who last time they played he had six targets one catch for 16 yards. Um, I don't know why they're playing the rookie. I don't know if P.J. Walker is injured. I have no clue. Um, so that's not a great spot for him, but he will be the highlight. He has to perform well for Oscar to have a chance – or not to have a chance, but, you know, to have, you know, a solid performance. Um, then you have Mike Evans, who – he's currently the wide receiver 12. Like, Mike Evans is not dead. Like, Baker may – Mayfield has not been a death nail for mike Evans and he gets San francisco San francisco shut down uh shut down Ridley um basically uh but I believe they did but mike Evans he he just finds the end zone uh so he's he's a good matchup he's a good play no matter what he's a, he's an auto start every week I'm giving the advantage to Mike Evans and Amari Cooper right now just because Jacoby Myers with Aiden o- O'Connell it doesn't feel great. At the tight end position, Evan Ingram um Evan Ingram did not have a great week last week against San Francisco. Most of them didn't. Well, Dalton Schultz uh went 6 for went for 4 for 71. He continues to do well uh in that offense. Um it's it's going to be, uh, this is kind of a push, because Arizona is actually good against the tight end right now. But that offense is on fire. While Evan Ingram gets a weaker weaker defense in the pass. Um, and he's been a little more consistent than Schultz. Uh, and they both are just one of many weapons in both of those offenses. So I'm going to do a, a push right here between Ingram and Schultz. At the flex position, you have Travis Kelsey against Philadelphia. I haven't heard if Taylor Swift's going to make it, Um, so I I have no clue. It is a rematch though. Um, In in the Super Bowl, I'm assuming they're going to have to they're going to have to highlight him at some point. I mean, they can't. I I just don't understand it. Uh, While on the other side, Travis Etienne again, he was shut down, but before then, he was on fire. So. Yeah, I can't, I can't discount one week because it was San Francisco coming off the bye. Cup, um, hopefully getting Stafford back that will make all the difference in the world uh, for Cup. And then Josh Jacobs against Miami, which they could continue to lie on the run and not rely on the the, the rookie quarterback. But I, I think at this point with Etienne, who he is, and Travis Kelsey who he is, I think the easy easy advantage here is on um, Ollie's side at the flex. This is going to be a tough matchup. This is probably the matchup of the week, without a doubt. I think. I think both teams are really, really good. I'm going to lean Oscar with the upset. I think Oscar is going to get the upset here. It's it's going to be tight though. Um. So next up is the first game of the Bertiers versus Bellocs Battle Royale. Uh, family versus family. It is going to be myself versus Andy. Um, so I got to hold the Belloc name strong. It's not doing too well, um, at least for for me for fantasy uh, in this league. Four to four and six and six and four. Um, I do get a little bit of a a preve uh, against Andy as Kamara is on bye. But let's look at the quarterback position. So right now uh, we have Lamar Jackson. Uh, against Cincinnati, who I think he had 22 points the first time they played off played in Week Two against uh, Justin Herbert, um, uh, against Green Bay. Uh, uh, I'm still waffling back and forth on Lamar or Purdy. Um, I don't, I, I'm, I don't know what to do. I really don't. Um, I just, I look at the the rushing floor, and I just want to keep it going. But then again, I just see he just doesn't get the touchdowns. Like, stop giving it to the running back. It's just killing me, but they're winning. So what can I say? With that being said, I'm giving Justin Herbert uh, the advantage here just because Lamar, he's in this run first offense. And yet as a running quarterback, he doesn't run it, run it in. So that, that sucks. Um, while I got a reprieve from uh, Kamara being on by, he also got a reprieve on um, Ramondre Stevenson cu- coming on by who Stevenson despite a slow start, has come come back with a lot of receiving. But, you know, we're not talking about bye players here. So uh, Rashad White is going against San Francisco. Um, he has been a, on a little bit of a heater four weeks straight with at least 15 points and, and almost a 30-burger in there, um, getting a lot of work through the air as well. Um, so, uh, you know, San Francisco is not an easy matchup, though. We saw what they did to ETN so uh not not feeling great there um then you have aj Dillon, uh who i have to put in uh, against the chargers if khalil herbert comes off ir that's a decision i have to make but the chargers can be run on um he had 70 yards last week aj Dillon, on nine carries against pitt um he got three targets too so uh you know uh almost 10 points so it's it doesn't feel great, but uh, AJ Dillon has a very good matchup. While on the other side, you have uh, Jameer Gibbs against Chicago, which is a smash spot. He is easily uh, he's also been on a heater, even a better heater, with um, the last three games being uh, at least 26 points. That's even with David Montgomery coming back, and then you have Justice Hill, who I think is on the down downturn, and that's mainly because Keaton Mitchell has emerged, um, but. Uh, with that being said, I think because Gibbs has the easier matchup, Gibbs has been even better than Rashad white. I'm giving the advantage here to Andy, um, with the running back position at the wide receiver position, we have Jamar chase against Baltimore, um, and Nico Collins against Arizona. Nico coming back from injury, not even sure if he'll play yet, um, So that's not feeling too, too great of having Nico um, there. Uh, But uh, you never know. Uh, He could play. Uh, And uh, on the other side, CeeDee Lamb, who has been the best player in fantasy football against Carolina. Such a good matchup um, against Carolina. And he is at least 150 yards the last three games. And then even before that, 117 yards. Uh, he is easily the, the probably the hottest um, performer right now in terms of fantasy football. Then you have Calvin Ridley against a weak, weak Tennessee pass defense. Um, he's been up and down all year, but it is a very good matchup. Um, well, Arizona is also a good matchup for Nico Collins, but he's, he's, he's banged up. I'm giving... I got to give the advantage here to CeeDee Lamb. He's just been too good. Um, on the tight end position, I, I currently am trying like my fourth tight end option uh, out of out of the, the tight ends. I just, I'm not able to trade for one. I can't find any good ones. Um, Arthur Smith is an ass. Uh, finally doesn't want to give targets to Johnny Smith, but uh it's fine i'm going to try tyler conklin who last week had seven targets the week before that six targets hopefully that continues no clue if it does uh none whatsoever um well on the other side you have uh logan thomas he went five for 40 last week he's in a good offense with um with the commanders uh so he's going against the giants uh so I'm gonna give the slight advantage to Logan Thomas here. I mean, uh, Conklin has been on the waiver wire for a reason, all year. Uh, so you know that or Chig, and even though I love like Chig as a athlete, he is killing me in in performing. So at the flex position, um, Puka Nakua again will will have to be determined on Matthew Stafford's um health and then Devonte smith against kansas city while on the other side you have elijah moore against pitt and then hollywood brown against houston um this is if i'm gonna win this game this is where it has to be done um this is where i have the advantage puka is arguably a top 12 wide receiver when stafford is there Devonte smith massive massive uptick last year when goddard was out um so need that again elijah moore is elijah moore um i will always shit on elijah moore um there's nothing that will stop me from doing it so with that being said he's probably going to score two touchdowns this 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 week against pittsburgh um even with the rookie quarterback so with that being said i I want to give myself the win, but just the fact that CD lamb has been so, so good. I, I, and I want my record to keep like my winning picks to, to keep going. I'm going to give it to Andy just because CD lamb has been that damn good. Honestly. Um, at the last matchup of the week, uh, we have Brad versus Adam, uh, Mahomes and Mustardson against the Budman Boozers. Uh, I've heard it a lot all, uh, already about how uh, <laughs> how it's not a good running back because a matchup uh, for for uh, Brad because he has Bijan on bye. Um, uh, does he have someone else? On? Oh, Madison's also banged up. So at the quarterback position, another elite matchup. You have Mahomes against a weak Philadelphia pass defense while Josh Allen against a tough... Jets defense, um, who is hard to throw against, and he doesn't play well against the Jets. He doesn't. So I'm giving the advantage to Mahomes here, even though Josh Allen is the premier quarterback. He has the better Mahomes has a better matchup at the running back position. This is where Brad doesn't want me to talk. Um, he, even though he has Madison out, he has Chandler, the backup, going. It's a good Denver matchup. Uh, on the other side, he has Latavius Murray. Um, not so great. Not so great. But we have Barkley against Washington, who they don't have a good D line anymore. And then Joshua Kelly um, is is just advertised as you know as expected um, as shitty. He's just shitty. Uh, very surprising. Not sure why he's play, he plays like that. Um, I think the the projections are a little messed up. With Chandler only have a six point one. It'll be higher if Madison's out. Um, probably closer to ten. But I'm going to give uh, advantage just because the best player is Saquon Barkley out of the four. I'm going to give the advantage, even though the weakest of the four is Joshua Kelly. I'm going to give Barkley the the advantage slightly, just slightly. At the wide receiver position, DK Metcalf against the Rams, Addison against Denver, uh, Addison with Dobbs so far, he's had at least 10 points. He hasn't had the monster games, uh, but... He still performed relatively well. Um, well, you have Ayuk um, who did well last week when he came back from the, off the bye and Amara St. Brown against Chicago. I mean, St. Brown has either had a hundred yards or a touchdown in every game. Uh, St. Brown has not missed any any week. I'm giving the advantage to Adam. Adam here. At the tight end position, Hawkinson—I uh, uh, mean, on Brad's side—you have Ferguson, who's also, I think, he's on three straight weeks of a touchdown against Carolina. Easily can be four. They should expect a lot of fireworks—not fireworks. Um, not fireworks. It should yes, from from Dak and them, a lot of touchdowns scored. Just don't know who's going to get them. Um, while well, Hawkinson had fifteen goddamn targets uh, against Denver, weakest one of the weakest against tight ends. Easy advantage, Hawkinson. But Ferguson's still a great, great play. At the flex position, he, he's, uh, Brad's going double Denver, double Denver and Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton against Minnesota. Sutton just keeps finding the end zone, um, even if he has weak uh, yardage, um, which he has not eclipsed 100 yards once this season. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven touchdowns. Uh, while Jerry Judy has uh, taken a back seat to him, um, only one touchdown out of all those weeks. Um, while on the other side, uh, Tank Dell uh, continues to just be probably one of the best rookie wide receivers when active. He had 14 targets. Now, if Nico comes back, he could dip into that. But still, when Nico was there, when he was at Tampa Bay, he had 11 targets. Uh, then you have McLaurin against uh the giants uh he's had good target share of course um he expected with that 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 shootout that mclaurin would have had a better line uh with the giants you can ex- uh, it's an easy matchup so you would think they're gonna have a lot of time with the ball because the offense on the other side will not be able to stay on it um so i'm going to give the advantage here because you have two Denver wide receivers it's limiting the upside I'm giving the advantage to Adam at the flex um, Cortland Sutton is going to be the highlight here he needs to he needs to continue his little hot streak uh, but I'm gonna give the win to Adam um, in my picks uh, so it's going to be a split between the Bellocks and Burton ears in my predictions um, but I could I've been wrong many many times so that is your week um 11 preview before i forget we did have a trade happen so of course grade the trade i know i typically don't grade my own gra- trades but uh eh whatever here's some more content but uh so basically the trade was done by myself and uh Brad i traded away Russell Wilson uh for a 2024 fourth round pick um for Brad, I'm going to give it a B, um, because he did not have anyone besides Mahomes. Russell Wilson um, has has been decent. He's been a top 15 quarterback. He's done a lot better. Plus, he gets the stack of Sutton or Judy, whoever whoever ends up you know stays stays in the long run. Uh, but you know he had you know Tyler Heineke uh, the the quarterback for the Raiders, O'Connell, and basically uh, no one, I would say. So if Mahomes went down, he was SOL. um, And uh, he got a good piece. Uh, I I think he got a good good backup. Uh, Despite his age, he still probably will play for another two or three years. um, And he's just better than what he had. Uh, All he had to give it was a fourth. Um, I'm going to give myself uh C plus I, I did trade I, at least according to Keep Trade Cut, I did trade him under value for a fourth. I tried to get a third out of multiple people, but nobody would do it. Um but it's fine. He was my fourth QB. Um you know, he's my third best QB, I would say. But I picked him off uh off waivers not too many not too many weeks ago. Um I paid a lot of, a lot of fab for him, but I, there's no way in hell I'm spending on my fab. I just you don't there's not that many pieces in dynasty to spend that much fab on. So um, uh, the fact that I got a fourth out of it, I basically bought a fourth, um, and I think uh, I I did well. I think I did I did decent um, um, for basically a piece that I I needed the I needed the roster spot too. Khalil Herbert is coming off IR soon so uh i uh I'm, I'm happy that i got something in return uh so uh, b for b for brad uh c plus for me for basically not really having to to lose much um yeah i don't think i was ever going to play russell wilson over brock purdy or uh lamar jackson so uh that's the grade the trade uh if you like to uh trade this a reminder this is your last last week to do it um I know a lot of people are just trying to throw some stuff out there, um, and a lot of people are, are throwing crap out there. But uh, you know, this is when this is when you got to make a trade, or you got to wait till next year. Uh, and if injuries happen, those without depth, you're going to be a SOL. But everybody, uh, you know, good luck uh, this week. Except you know, Andy. Uh, I, I, no offense, I just I really like to win. It just makes my day better but I get it. It's probably the same way for you, Uh, but go bell locks later guys.